You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Day after a tough Chiefs loss at Arrowhead Stadium in overtime to the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC title game, we heard from head coach Andy Reid one more time to wrap up the 2021 NFL season. Here's Andy Reid. Um, tough loss yesterday, obviously. I appreciate um, you know our, our front office for the efforts that they gave this year and the coaches and the players um, takes everybody, you know, to get this far. Uh, there's one, there's one happy team at the end of the year. And that's the team that wins it all. So we we're hoping to bring that back again to Kansas city, but um, it didn't, didn't work our, our way there. So, but I appreciate our fans for sticking with us. There were some tough times early in the season and they just bared down and, and got better along with the football team. And I sure appreciate that. Um, we did some good things throughout the year, um, obviously to get to this this point uh, that we got to. Um, there were there were some real uh, productive days on the field, and um, you know, but again, just not not enough in in this particular game against Cincinnati. I I wish them the best of luck. Uh, they were the better better team yesterday, uh, as it all worked out. So. Um, obviously our second half wasn't, wasn't good enough. Uh, we'll take it as a team. I take responsibility for that. Um, I, I heard some of the comments the guys made yesterday and, you know, as a head football coach, as I mentioned yesterday after the game, that it's my responsibility that we, we do better. We, we didn't do that. So, um, you know, we'll get, we'll spend the off season here, um, getting things, uh, worked out and whether it's the schemes or whether it's, uh, um, you know, the roster, you know, whatever it might be, uh, we'll hit that evaluation period here coming up now. And I know Brett Beach stays on top of, of his game with that and, um, is aware of all the different things that take place in an off season with free agency, with your own team and in the field and in the draft. So, um, you know, again, right now things things don't seem uh, uh, great because of the loss, but I think the future here is is still bright, and so uh, we look forward to uh, moving on to you know the 2022 season and and getting ourselves uh, built back up after we take a a step back here. Anyways, with that, time's yours. Go first to Adam Teicher. Go, ahead, Adam. Hey, Andy, um, thanks for everything this season, by the way. Um, um, wanted to um, ask you a couple things. First of all, I understand that the line between winning and losing is very thin and one, one or two plays different yesterday and you're preparing for the Super Bowl. I get all that. But having said that, 
um, you guys uh, aren't moving on to the Super Bowl this year. Do you feel like there was anything missing from this year's team that maybe you had the last couple of years, whatever that might be? And Brad, I'll have a second question as well. Yeah, you know what, Adam? I, I thought we really stood a, a good chance. I mean, we started off like gangbusters, and um, even in this game, and you know, we just let it get away from us. So, and I take responsibility for that part, Adam. So, I, yeah, you can always, as, as a play caller, you, you go back and you evaluate things, and so um, you, you look at: Are you putting your guys in the best position possible? I know Spags, Eb, Dave, Tobe—they all go through that, and. Uh, you want to make sure that you give your guys the best opportunity. So, um, you know, you, there, there's <laughs> there's no time like now uh, that you, you question every every call and every play. So, um, and if you're not hard on yourself about it, then you're not going to uh, get better. And that's as a player and a coach. And so, you know, we we know there are certain spots we we've got to do a better job. And uh, and it starts obviously with me being the head coach. Okay, and um, it will, yesterday he played against a really good young quarterback who looks like he's going to be a thing for a while now. Last week he played against a good young quarterback who looks like he's going to be a thing for a while. Chargers maybe look like they have one of those guys too. Can you ever remember maybe a time where the league has had so many good young <laughs> quarterbacks like maybe – is going on right now championship caliber type quarterbacks yeah I, i've said it every week here just that i think that's great for the national football league um it's great for the afc because we've got a lot of these guys in the afc and it creates great competition and that's why we're that's why we're in this so um but the the nfl which is important to all of us and it that it that it's um stays at the top of all the games uh uh, different sports, uh, I, I've, you got to have that position. It's got to be strong, and I, I think we're, we're we're sitting pretty in a pretty good spot with all the all the good quarterbacks. Let's go next to Herbie Tiope. Go, ahead, Herbie. Hey, Coach. I want to echo Adam's uh, gratitude. Appreciate you and Thanks, your willingness and openness, especially during these challenging times. Um, two questions here for you. You you mentioned the business side of football, uh, you know, as you get ready to shift into free agency mode, what was your message to a lot of these players? Cause the roster will look different in 2022, potentially uh, during your exit interviews with them, um, you know, whether they're coming back or, or your best wishes to them. And I'll have a second one after this. Yeah. So Herbie, I've mentioned it uh, throughout the season. I mean, there's no team that's the same the following year. So you enjoy the moments you have together as a team. And, you know, we had a team that, this year that was very close. They grew together and whether the young guys or the old guys or the guys we brought in <clears throat> by the end of the year, I mean, these guys were as tight as anybody. So uh, as far as the team goes and um, you know, it's uh, so talking to them today, I'll, they, they know, I mean, they've heard this. Uh, so you, it might be the last time you walk out the door, maybe you're coming back. It did. It, uh, that's part of this business, but wherever you are, we support you. And if you're here, we support you. And if you're, if you're going somewhere else, we'll support you. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how that, that's how that goes in, in this profession. And lastly, coach, uh, 
in-house with your coaching staff. You had mentioned uh, as the season was get, getting ready to end that you expected EB to be a head coach somewhere. You lost Matt House. Do you anticipate other or how much turnover do you anticipate with your coaching staff uh, for the 2022? Yeah, well, you don't, you don't know today. I mean, well, if, as the day goes on, we might know, but I'm sure there'll be other guys that have opportunities. So it just, you know, it depends. Every year is a little different, but um, we'll, we'll just see how that goes as the next few days take place. I mean, not all the head coaches are hired in this league right now, so you don't know where all that's going. We'll go next to Aaron Ladd. Go ahead, Aaron. Hey, Coach, appreciate the time always. A couple of things for you, okay. kind of echoing uh, Adam on the first one. Do you feel like uh, you could pinpoint any fatal flaws of this year's team? And I'll have a follow-up. Yeah, well, I mean, we do that every week. We sit there, Aaron, and kind of hit on the different things, you know, try to correct them as we go so that they – there's normally not one thing that lasts throughout the the whole year. We normally try to head those off as quick as we can. Um, so I wouldn't tell you there's one thing. Um, you know, we just we, – we ended up not doing as well as we wanted to that second half of that game. Uh, first half, we – it was pretty good, pretty good football. And second half, you know, we, offensively, we didn't score any points. And <clears throat> defensively, we allowed them to score some points. So, um, you know, that's not a, that's not a good combination, especially in a in a playoff game like that. And secondly, I think a lot of the discussion, especially when you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, is going to be through the prism of his championship window. I'm curious, is that something that we're just kind of creating, or, or do you kind of feel that pressure when you have? 15 to, to take advantage of these opportunities when you're in AFC title games. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to have, you surely want to take advantage of them. I'm not, not telling you, you don't, um, but um, things happen and life presents you different, different problems. So you, you've got to, you got to persevere and, and then do a little bit more the next year. So uh, be, be, get yourself even better the next year. So whether it's myself, my assistant coaches, whether it's uh, the players, you know, you, you learn from these experiences and you, you move forward. <clears throat> Next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, Coach. Uh, kind of building off of, of Aaron's question there, um, I know that you know well the league is so much about quarterback development and what tangible ways maybe you see Patrick take steps forward. Um, from last year and into this year as you went along? Yeah, so I, I thought he was way more patient this year, um, only because he had to be with uh, the different looks we were seeing. <clears throat> so um, I think this this was a, a great year for, for him career-wise. I, I think he uh, worked his way through maybe some obstacles and, and uh, turned him into, you know, just – good football and uh he we're lucky to have him and so we, we get everybody gets in a critical state when when you go through a, a game like this which is understandable um then you back up a little bit and you, you realize that um you know what you need to take care of and and you know that you're fortunate to have certain things so um that's that's human nature We've, uh, we're very lucky to have Patrick, and uh, I'm glad he's 
you know, he and Joe Burrow are like a couple months difference in age. And um, we, we don't think of it that way because Joe is new in the league and, and Patrick's been in for a while. So, you know, but they're very close in age and we're lucky to have them here. Let's <clears throat> go next to Sam McDowell. Good, Sam. Thanks, Brad. I'll, I'll have a follow-up as well. Andy, when you look at the contrast between the first and second half, you know, and, and trying to figure out what worked in the first half and, and did in the second half, how much changed defensively in what you were seeing and how much took you by surprise? Yeah, listen, there wasn't much change. I came in and watched it, obviously, this morning, and um, there wasn't a whole lot of change that really took place. So um, that's where, where I mentioned that, I've got to make sure I feed our guys the right things to get, you know, get their job done. And I guess Bags, you know, he'd tell you, for the most part, it came down to just a handful of, of plays. And, you know, you got to make those uh, on both sides of the ball. You, you actually took my second one there, too. Appreciate you, Andy. Yep. Let's go next to Serene Petro. Good, Serene. Thank you. And Brad, I'll have a follow-up as well. I'm curious, was, was there a moment when the game's going on? I know you've got a lot of things going on, right? When, when we're, we've talked about that before, but is there a moment in that game where maybe you're in the second half where you felt like Pat was getting out of rhythm? Can you feel that kind of slipping away? Or is it with a guy like him, he just keeps firing because that's what he does? Yeah, I'd probably tell you the, the second part of that, Seren. I mean, with him, uh, you know, if they're, they're every quarterback has a throw that doesn't go exactly where they want it to go. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, I mean, there are a bunch of things that go into that. Um, and so you keep firing when you, when you got it, when you've got a great player, that's what, that's what you do. And, and, um, and, and so um, he, he works his way through all of that. And he has some good, good plays down the stretch. We just, we didn't take advantage of the coin flip and, that could have been, you know, here we have the coin flip. We and, the, and I take responsibility for that. And then just kind of a housekeeping. <laughs> sounds like you're saying there's no thought of you stepping away just to, in this time of Tom Brady walking away just to get you on the record on it. You will be back. You'll be the coach next year. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think so. That's the way I'm looking at it. Let's go next to Vahe. Go ahead, Vahe. Hey, Andy. Thanks for all, of course. Um, a couple questions really kind of related to what you've been asked, but I wonder with Patrick, just to the naked eye, I know that a lot goes into every play, obviously, but but it, it really did look kind of like two different quarterbacks first half and after halftime. And I, I wonder what the best way to account for that is. And then, Brad, I'll have a follow-up. Yeah, listen, buddy, I, I've got a, you know, uh, one of my jobs is to make sure everybody's put in the right position to do things. And so, you know, you can always do a better job with that. And, you know, that's uh, <clears throat> if you feel like things aren't going your way as a, as an offense, and then you kind of give them, give them things that the guys can go out and, and perform better. And, and so when you look at these type of things, that's how you go about it. And each person does that and, and they stick together and, and hopefully you flip it around and you get some positive positive gains, but uh, I wouldn't just, I'm not just sticking it on one person. I mean, this is a true team sport and we all, we all could do our jobs a little bit better. 
And then the follow-up, Andy, is really just, it's probably too early to process this, but in a lot of ways, I, I think you saw and we all saw uh, great strides in patience for Patrick this season. On the other hand, I guess you could you could say that's still a, a, a work in progress. But I, I wonder, is there something you would say is the takeaway from his season? What what he what he needs to focus on from here? Yeah, listen, I I, I think he he was one half away from going to his third Super Bowl in a row. Um, and that's uh, that's pretty impressive. Uh, hey, you've been around this long time, and as a lot of us have, and um, you know that's that's uh, that's pretty impressive. And and most of these teams that that are getting this far have good quarterbacks. I mean, that's just how it works, and we're fortunate to have him. And uh, there's nobody looking at Pat Mahomes cross-eyed from from our side, and I I would anticipate. Our fans feel the same way. Go next to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Matt, you're still muted there. There you go. There we go. Uh, echoing some of the earlier thoughts, Coach. Thanks for your time and patience, as always. Yeah, throughout the season. Thanks. Um, uh, what, what is what is your kind of plan? You know, for the immediate future. I know, obviously, you're, you've got starting to work on the the draft and, and the combine, and you've got free agency, but how will you kind of, you know, take your time over the next few weeks and get going and everything? Yeah. So, you know, we've got our scheme evals coming up, our free agency and, and uh, draft for preparation coming up. We kind of break the days up into half, but before we get too far into that, we're uh, we'll take some time, time off. I'll take some time off. Um, decompress here just a little bit. It's been, you know, it's a long season and all that it, that goes with it. Um, that ends very sudden and we're all emotional about it. I mean, that, that's, you can't help but, but feel that way. We, we thought we could advance and, and possibly win the whole thing. So, you know, it's disappointing, but on the other hand, it should be disappointing because if, if that happens, cause you care so much. So you step back, uh, to take a step forward and that's what we'll, what we'll do as a staff, um, and then we'll get back into it. Brett Veach, uh, he, he's got everything lined up for us uh, as far as the combine goes and and the draft and, and again, free agency. So we'll, we'll jump right into it when we, when we get back here. So we've got four more. We'll go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Andy, thanks again for the time, as everyone has said. Thank you. With the end of the season, Coach, I actually have three quick questions to ask you. Um, the first is just how much of a priority is it for you that Orlando Brown and, and Tyron Matthew are back next season? I think you step back here. I mean, we love those guys. So but you step back and you, you got to look at the big picture of things and how that goes. But, you know, it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm, I just haven't got to that point. I mean, we're, we're fresh out of this and that's really not, uh, that's Brett doing his deal too. So, um, but I haven't, sat down with him and gone over anything. I mean, we just got done with, with this. Thing, so. um, no, I, I appreciate that coach. Um, you, you had mentioned EB um, earlier. If, if for whatever reason it doesn't work out, unfortunately, um, and he doesn't become a head coach, uh, is it, are you assured that he, Mike Kafka, that, that most of your coaching staff will remain intact as well? Yeah, I don't know that. I mean, I don't know. I haven't, 
<clears throat> sat down and talked to those guys yet. And so um, I will, I'll get, I'll get to that. Right now we're just, the way this day goes, we've got all the exit physicals. We've got meetings with the play, each player individually, uh, coaches, assistant coaches and head coach. And, and then I've got a team meeting with the players coming up here. So uh, we've got a lot going on up to this point. Um, you know, so it's a busy day today. Next to Todd Palmer. Good, Todd. And Brad, I'll have a I'll have a follow up if, if that's all right. Um, one, Andy, are there things that crop up during the season that are difficult to address in season just because of the nature of, you know, playing a game every week? And does that help you zero in on on things that you want to prioritize this offseason? Well, you also have the bye week in there. So, you know, we sit back, we kind of do the same thing during the bye week where you you get you go ahead and look at. Um, you, you have a little bit more time to look at all the detailed things, although we do a pretty good job week in and week out with that. But yeah, sure. I mean, time, time can uh, help clear some things up for you as you, as you come out of the season. So I mean, we're going to look at everything. We turn everything over and, and look at it. So we don't hide much. And then I know you'd rather be playing in, in the game in a couple of weeks here, but do you know, will you go to L.A. since it's your hometown for the game, or will you, like, host a Super Bowl party that we're all invited to, anything like that? Yeah, I'll probably, I, I probably won't be at the game, that's for sure. Um, uh, but uh, I, I know it's great for the city of Los Angeles, uh, and they'll do a great job with it. Um, and I'm hoping you have a great Super Bowl party. Yeah. We'll go last to Robert Rinson. Go to Robert. Hey, Coach. Uh, thanks again for the time this year. But you've talked all year about parity in the league. Um, the two number one seeds got knocked out of the playoffs this year. The Super Bowl champions knocked out. Obviously, you guys knocked out. Is this the most unpredictable season you've ever been a part of? Well, I'll tell you, these playoff games have been the closest, as I recall, of any um, in the years past. Um, so if that's um, an indication of parity, I, I would tell you, Yes, I, I felt that way during the season for sure. I, I don't have the stats sitting in front of me to tell me if it was, um, you know, the closest one ever. I know so many games are determined by seven points or less in this league that it's ridiculous every year, and um, and it's over half. So it's, you know, that that tells you something there. But I don't know how close this one was to be in uh, having the most parity.